Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Podcast. That's right, with Angel Lewis, the first guest of 2021, just like in 2020, he was the first guest. Welcome, my brother-in-law, Angel Lewis Mesquita. Hey, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? It's good to be here. Good, good. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, two years in a row you've been my first guest yeah. to start the new year. Yeah. Um, how does that feel? At least that. I feel like we're making good records here. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like we're making good record, records <laughs> yeah. here. I, yeah. Good, good. All right. I, I want to ask you about a few things. We're just going to jump right into it. Um, Let's do it. I want to, you know, before the last time I had you on the podcast, it's probably, I want to say October. Yeah. It was October. Yeah. Um, You... Man, um, it was right before the election. So, yeah, yeah, it was in October. You know, we're talking about Trump versus Biden. Yeah. Now, after the presidential election, we have a new president now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, now it's official. Yeah. Biden is our president. And my thoughts on it is that it's giving a lot of people hope for the future mm-hmm. and a future in where people can um, count on stability people could count on calculated decisions and Mm -hmm. people can count on um a place in where their voices and their and their vote Mm -hmm. can be seen heard and acknowledged so i'm really looking forward to this biden presidency Mm -hmm. um i'm not thinking he's a saint or anything like that but he is definitely someone that has been very clear about what he wants to do as president and his views and beliefs aligned with my ideals and it's really nice to have that in the presidency absolutely um what were your uh first thoughts when you know this was announced matter of fact your first thoughts and where were you exactly like were you like did you jump up in the air were you just like Okay, that's cool. <laughs> when uh, when they said that it was Biden, our new yeah. president. Yeah. Um, no, because it was all this leading up to to it was um, they stole the elections, count yeah. the votes, and yeah, then it was right. like all these trials. So it's the first night, though. Trump was already like, yeah, the votes are rigged. The votes are rigged. <laughs> and it was so weird because mm-hmm. none of the arguments made sense made sense none of the arguments were sound Mm -hmm. arguments and it was just simply i can't believe i lost and if i Mm -hmm. lost then somebody did something wrong and that's not how democracy works Mm -hmm. that's not how voting works you know what i mean so it was very much distraction very Mm -hmm. much white noise very much like no 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 Mm -hmm. and it's very unfortunate that millions of Americans believe these claims yeah. and contributed to um, that kind of mentality and that kind of belief. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really sad to see a lot of Americans do that. Yeah. Um, but it's clear now, the, the vote yeah. is yeah. clear. And so now Biden is the new president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a few at work, you know, after the election or whatever, because I believe, I don't remember quite when it was, 
but I know I had like a day off or whatever when I came back. Um, it, um, that's when oh Biden won. Biden won, and when I went back to work, I was like, oh, we think the we think uh they rigged it <laughs> the the election. I was like, no, I mean just the America. Most of America has seen what Trump was really about and what he was doing those four years, which were really nothing. I mean, he did stuff, but it was just like, this is not what America acts for. Right. That's so, right. And not only America, but just the United States. Of course. And I think the biggest part of it was also people really believed <laughs> in all of this. And it was yeah. like, okay, if somebody... You know, it is plausible for things to be rigged, right? It is yeah, plausible yeah. for people to do fraud and things like that. Yeah. The situation was that your arguments of it being rigged, of it being wrongdoing mm -hmm. or anything like that, none of those arguments were sound. They were saying something about um, people in Cuba were creating machines that were like deleting votes yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. And it was, none of it was congruent. Yeah. All of it was just like, I think this guy did this or that guy did that. And then it was just like a really bad game of like little kids pointing fingers, yeah. Yeah. which was really sad to see yeah. for our government because, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, whether Trump sits up there as president or Biden or anyone, this is still America. You know, this is still my home. Sure. And it is terrible to have anyone stand up there and just be like, hey, it was rigged. And that's fine. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. perfectly fine. We yeah. can do that's why we have a court system and everything. Mm -hmm. And he went through the court system, but there was no sound argument. There was no evidence. There was it was just because I lost, something went something wrong. Went, went, and that's went, not went. how elections work. No. That's not how voting works. Right. Yeah. And it was just really disturbing to watch. Mm -hmm. And the most disturbing part was how vivid and unsafe Americans felt. Yeah. yeah. There was Americans talking about civil war. Yeah. There were Americans talking about people going out in the streets and like looting and just like messing things up just because of the presidency and it's just like no like we're we're a civilized society we mm -hmm. we go to court we do hearings we mm -hmm. do these yeah. things you know i mean there's things in order for us yeah to um work out these disputes mm -hmm. didn't have to go to that but there are people literally getting ready for this people were saying like buy all your guns people were saying like yeah, yeah. buy all this extra stuff so you're safe in your home because you're probably not going to be able to do things. Yeah. And it's like, that's terrible. Nobody should ever feel that way. Right. And that's where, like, when I had you on the la the last time in the on the podcast, I had told you, I was like, hey, you remember, I don't know if you remember, but I actually was like, hey, I've heard that the same things you just, you just announced about the guns and there's going to be a civil war that I had asked you about that, and you were like, you know, it's, don't think I'll get to that. And thankfully, it, ha it hasn't, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, so just like, but, you know, as human beings, you worry about that because you're like, 
Do I have to go get a gun? Yeah, <laughs> of course, it's natural for us mm-hmm. to worry about yeah. and entertain the thoughts of worst case scenarios because mm-hmm. that's what keeps us alive, right? But it shouldn't have to get to that. But it should never get to that. But mm-hmm. we should always be prepared for the worst case scenario yeah. Yeah. because that's just our instincts. People, A lot of people forget that we're natural creatures, right? Yeah. And we have instincts. And that's natural for us to have those thoughts mm-hmm. and those feelings. Yeah. But we need to understand that we need to understand that we can't act upon those primal instincts like yeah. that mm-hmm. at the first wrong or like at the first sign of something wrong, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what separates us from, yeah. you know, the wild creatures in the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the animal kingdom. <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of people felt that way. A lot of people yeah. were like, yeah. no, we're going to have to, you know, stay in our homes because there's going to be people looting and rioting outside mm-hmm. or we're going to have to defend ourselves because there's not going to be police out there to defend us because yeah. of all these protests and all these wild things happening yeah the proud right boys now. or whatever they're called oh my goodness yeah and that <laughs> that was another thing that was just super ridiculous yeah. It's the the word I can say nicely right now because it was there was no need for any of that. Yeah. No human being should feel entitled so much so that they believe that another human being is inferior or another human being is no longer human because it threatens their reality of their little tiny insecure world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so sad yeah. for another human being to say, you are not human. Right, yeah. And that is why I'm treating you less than a human. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Because of your skin color. Right, yeah. Because you speak another language. Right. It's like, no, dude, we're all human. Why? Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. That's oh, yeah. never made sense and it'll never make sense. Right. And the people that practice that are very insecure scared people and i understand how someone that believes that they have power like that for their reality to be threatened with someone saying like that's not true of course they're going to want to hold on to that you know what i mean that makes perfect sense for someone that's like saying right now if you had a pickle in all your life Mm -hmm. they told you that pickle is worth millions of dollars and somebody comes up to you and they're like that pickle doesn't worth millions of dollars. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mad. Yeah. Hey, what do you mean? All my life, yeah. I've been stunting. I've been yeah, telling yeah. people that my pickle's worth millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you're going to come and lie and tell me this? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to want to hold on to that reality because the reality mm-hmm. of that pickle being worth so much, you're going to... Yeah. It, it gives value to you. It gives you yeah. purpose. It gives you power. And now this person is threatening that by telling you that it's not worth what you're telling me. Right. No, and that's the same no, thing with now you want a pickle, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the same thing with those people mm. that believe that you know all their lives they were um, erroneously taught that you know being white is superior, mm-hmm. or being this is superior, and and right. it's not true, right? And now they're, that's being challenged by us sound people saying like, hey, that's not right, and now they're like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. What you mean? I'm not superior because of the skin, my skin color, or or that I have white privilege, or I don't have white privilege. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's just um, something that's not going to be solved today. 
mm-hmm. next year. Um, it's gonna take a lot of years, but it's going. It's gonna be solved. It's yeah. something that we're gonna because we're moving towards the right direction, and the right direction is listen to both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you do it. You sit down and you listen to both sides. Exactly. It's not about um, shooting or hanging somebody or whatever. Shooting up. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have to get to that. Just the same way where, you know, the the white man has has his way of thinking and the black and brown man has his way of thinking. Just because you guys might not think alike doesn't mean you guys don't have to like each other, you know? Exactly. And it's not so much of their thinking as in, mm-hmm. like, they're born with these thoughts. Right. It's more of... Yeah, because it's not, like I told you, it's not genetic. Correct. This isn't genetic. <laughs> you Correct, know, yeah. You can change your mind of thinking. Yeah, so it's not so much of that, mm-hmm. but more about, like, because of mm-hmm. you being... Um, whatever culture you're in mm-hmm. or whatever skin color you have, you're taught certain things, right? And you are, and you experience things differently. Yeah. And it's very hard for you to, you know, take off those lenses and be like, oh, what's going on in this person's shoe? Kind of a deal. Yeah. And it's something that has happened centuries over centuries over mm-hmm. centuries. The rich man, the poor man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The man, the woman. You know, yeah. um, the religious, the non-religious. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that it's just um, when you're so immersed in your own reality and so immersed in what you believe and what you see, it is very hard for you to sympathize, yeah. to see others other than yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not the world. That's not society. No. That's no. not living. If I'm in a room full of other angels that think like angel, that yeah. They talk like angel <laughs> and everything like angel. That's not living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if that's living for you, I respect that. Yeah. And if that's something that you like, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. you have, at least in America, you have the right to do so. Mm-hmm. But when you create an environment okay. and where you and all you other angels get together and you say, this is the way we think, this is what we believe. And then you start forcing that on others and dehumanizing others that don't see things the way you see them yeah that's when it becomes a problem yeah you know what i mean yeah and that's what this is all about yeah this is about people actually treating other people like human beings Mm -hmm. you know what i mean a lot of people say oh like with respect or with this or with that just treat them like another human being yeah, yeah, right. You That's know it. what I mean? Treat like, them how you want to be treated. Yeah, let's yeah. Let, let's be humans, you know? Yeah. And it's sad that, you know, people are much more comfortable with violence yeah. than with peace. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's something that I've seen personally mm-hmm. with, like, um, my friendships and uh, associates that I have in my life and people that I meet. It's just that conversations about violence and conversation about um yeah violence is much more comfortable than something about peace yeah because if they're asking you like oh how is that person that you just met like you you like them Mm -hmm. by asking that question you're already insinuating that i should i should or would have conflict with said person right you know what i mean it's never like um I don't know. Oh, how did you guys, you know, 
got to know each other or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's very much like, do you like them? Right. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when it's particular personalities or particular people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a very, like, introvert, but no, mm-hmm. nobody really knows that because er- I always seem like an extrovert to everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, when they see that I'm, that I, like, get along with another introvert, they're like, oh, like, do you guys get along? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it was so much more... Com- people are so much more comfortable pointing out like the opposite right. things right or like what did that person tell you yeah it's like um they just said hi yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what i mean like, there was yeah. nothing you know yeah. there was no problem and it, it's just like the kind of environment that we live in yeah today i always compare it to um like you said religion or non-religion but i always compare it to to like a skinny person and a and a big person yeah right um that because a lot of similarity, a lot of similarities, but all of those three, um, and it just like it's like, there. Why do we have to have a a a line where we we don't have to have a line? We could just connect all together, come all together, right? And I feel like if we're able to do that, there'll be peace in this world more than com- more than um violence. <laughs> yeah, violence and conflict. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I was like. I- I remember having a conversation with one of my guy friends mm-hmm. and we were talking about, you know, like, you know, how guys fight and whatever and like war and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was, he was, I was saying, Hey, don't you think, um, that at least in Western society, people are much more comfortable with men holding guns at each other mm-hmm. than holding hands. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I never even thought of that. And he was like, yeah. Like, if I were to see a, a billboard or commercial of, like, two guys pointing guns at each other, that wouldn't be such a big deal. But I know that if there was a billboard of two guys holding hands, they'll probably get, like, defaced or, yeah. like, protest. Oh, my God, he tried to turn everyone gay. Yeah, right, like, yeah. it's, like, it's intense like that. Yeah, and this is, like, but... You're holding hands. <laughs> it's it's perfectly yeah. fine. Nothing's yeah. happening. Yeah. But people are much more comfortable with it being two guys pointing guns at each other. Exactly. Where and, they're trying to take their life. Yeah. Where it could be it could be two guys holding hands where they're physically and emotionally in love. Yeah. Or like, this is just a friendship. Right. Like, or it could be a father and son. <laughs> but it would never turn it would never that would not be the the thought the thought right. would be like that's weird what's going on right yeah he said i would do a double take and like he's not prejudiced or anything like that but he said that he would look twice because it's not something that he's used to mm-hmm. he would look twice like oh what's going on in that picture yeah. but if it was two guys with guns he was like oh no i'd probably be i probably wouldn't even yeah i would yeah, probably give it a second thought yeah and that is scary that is that is yeah. very very scary for people to feel that way yeah it's sad it's sad, but it's like the the reality of of this world, the sick world that we live in, mm-hmm. right? Where, like like you just said with the guns, at the same time, guys see two girls holding hands. It's okay, mm-hmm. but if it's guys, it's like no, f that. It's like, uh, no, it's no. This is the world we're in, where gay marriage is right. Um, 
they're they're free. They're not your slaves to be like, okay, we can't be gay or lesbian. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really sad because like um right now like there's there's um laws that you know protect that protect like companies and organizations mm -hmm. that can discriminate really you uh, for your sexual orientation mm -hmm. which is terrible you know what i mean and that we were once protected but now we're no longer protected um under the trump um administration okay and that's sad yeah yeah for someone working like yeah. whatever whoever they're laying in bed with at the end of the night has nothing to do with their job yeah, it doesn't matter to you. like me i have always been a very professional person in all my jobs like i've never openly discussed anything romantic i think even like your family and even with family and that's like that's just like respect yeah. you know what i mean and it's not like, oh, I'm ashamed of being gay because I'm a proud gay man. Mm -hmm. But it's more about like, that's none of your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just me personally. There's some people that are very open mm -hmm. and they have the right to be so. If they want to mm -hmm. be open, whoever they want to be open with and like yeah. tell them. But like me personally, no. And I just don't see how that is any of my boss's business mm -hmm. or how that can impede anything in my job description. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just pointless you know it's mm -hmm. sad to, to 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 see that people will actually give that so much thought and so much work yeah um if anything else you want to say before like we move on no i think that's everything i want to say yeah. on that topic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though we like kind of like um went away from the president presidential election even though it has something to do with it because this is all things that has happened during Trump's four years and even bef way before then. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, we did good on that topic. Um, but the next one is what's been what's uh, new with you? What's been going on with you? Oh, what's new with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still going to school. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and we were actually talking about school earlier today. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I'm still I'm I'm still going to school. Okay. I'm still working on my bachelor's for mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. Um strategies and theories with a minor public relation it's a really great program mm -hmm. i'm really enjoying it so far is uh i'm enjoying the analytical part mm -hmm. more than i thought i would okay so for our viewers out there analytics yeah. is just simply collecting data mm -hmm. right so there's like there's a so much information out there in the world right yeah. and my job is to make sense of, of the information mm -hmm. so what i do is like i were to organize information um, for example, on on Facebook, mm -hmm. right? When you create a profile, you say your gender that you identify with, yeah. and you say your age, mm -hmm. and you put your location. And me, as a with the, what I'm learning now with analytics, I I extract that information. I put them in groups, and okay. I make sense of the information. Yeah. So all the 21 year olds will get together, yeah. right? And all the males will go together. Mm -hmm. All the females will go together. And all the yeah. non-binaries will go together. Right. And um, that's something that I didn't think I was going to, like, really have fun with. Because it's a lot of math and a lot of coding and stuff like that. And I've never even thought of doing anything like that before. Because so far in my career, it has been very much, like, 
how to speak to certain audiences, how to project myself, mm -hmm. how to um, convince people, how to argue things. So this little bit like behind the behind the scenes of like analytics is something way out of my ballpark, yeah. but I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. And I really, really like it. It's funny you say like analytics because um, like because as you know, I have a sports podcast and um, football, basketball, baseball. That's all they've for recently. They've been using a lot of analytics lately, so it's which we were talking about you said that um you know you're looking at um certain things and you see a lot of sports and the analytics and stuff like that yeah so i thought it was cool to bring that up that lately yeah sports for the past few years they've been using more analytics oh that's great that's yeah. awesome yeah um anything else new with you though or no so yeah like trying to hit those books hard yeah. um yeah. this pandemic has really helped me look for like things that make me happy yeah you know what i mean because like yeah. i've always been so distracted with like school work and life you know what mm -hmm. i mean um and i thought like you know my happy moments was when i had i shared a drink with my friends yeah. or you know we i don't know went out to mm -hmm. museums or something together yeah, yeah. but i've learned how to do like fun things for myself you know okay yeah and you know, I revisited my love for painting and drawing. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. I revisited that. That was actually really therapeutic and mm -hmm. nice to have. Yes. I revisited writing for fun. I've been doing so much writing for work. Like, uh, for oh, just work? Or do you, like, let's say you have some off time, do you, like, uh, write a poem or something? I write poems and yeah. short stories. Okay. Cool. I've been doing that, and it's been so weird because I've been so programmed to doing... um writing for school, mm. writing for work, yeah, um, and all this other stuff, writing for, <laughs> I don't know, for like my leasing and stuff like that. It's just mm. been academic and professional writing and that it was actually refreshing to write for fun. I think that's great. Yeah. I think like you said, it's very therapeutic. Not only that you have the painting, the drawing, but when you can write poems or do short stories, yeah, it's, it helps a lot. Yeah. It does. Yeah. We should do like a cool segment one time. We should like just yeah. write poems and then say them like yeah. at the end of the show. <laughs> that would be super dope. And then yeah. we can like um, talk about what's the meaning behind it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, I think that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you told me like you wanted to do like a podcast about short stories and stuff. That would be. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah. Definitely. Probably for the next one. Because. Uh, I'm yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> you let me know. I'm game. All right, cool. Um, is that all, like, was new with you? That's everything that's new with me, yeah. Okay. Um, well, what do you expect from this year? Goals, expectations, etc. Oh, wow. This one's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of my biggest goals for this year is actually to be... to be much more kinder to myself. I feel like from a very early age... Mm -hmm. You're taught to be kind to others. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very rare that you see people pointing that out. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. And it was someone that brought it to my attention. Um, an academic advisor that I had. Mm -hmm. That well, I still have her as an academic advisor. She was so... 
she was so keen on me being kind to myself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm super kind to myself. Yeah. You know, I take a shower. I eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's what you think, like, when somebody says be kind to yourself, right? Or, yeah, you know. And she's like, no, 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 no. That's not it, Angel. Yeah. You got to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you mess up, be nice. To, be kind to yourself. And I'm like, ugh. I don't do that part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're so rough on ourselves and we're yeah. so tough on ourselves. And it's very rare that we give ourselves an opportunity to be kind to ourselves. So that is definitely one of my biggest goals. Um, also, like, hitting these books. Mm. You know what I mean? Last semester, I did very, very good. I thank God for always having my back because he knows I know. We all know I need all the help that I can get. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that definitely. And also... um trying to like trying to like expand myself with like work because yeah. it's like a great job that i have right now and i'm very thankful for it but you know i'm ambitious you know i'm gonna i want more you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i'm open to like learning new things and seeing like what those new things can be yeah in a professional setting okay so definitely those three things okay cool cool yeah that, no, yeah, that's very cool. Um, I was gonna say about. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, see if I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember right now, but it, it'll get back to me. Um, okay. I was gonna ask you a question, but I can't remember. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> um. So what is it? This is the final question. Yeah, it's for all the marbles. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what is the uh, what is it like? What does it like to be a man in twenty twenty one? What do people expect from you? Like friends, family, more of you know, etc. From growing up as a child to right now, um, has anything helped or hurt you in the past? Wow, it's a loaded question. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's a great question, and I think these are questions that we should be asking ourselves yeah. and the people in our lives that we care about because yeah. it's a great way of reflecting and setting goals and realities for ourselves and for our loved ones that are healthy yeah. that are good so thank you for that okay. question i remember the question now oh yeah yeah you know how you were saying uh you got to be kind to yourself and stuff yeah um you know as you had thought it was just like shower eat as men that's all we really know and then but you know people as you know, you we have these experts, really. Um, that's where they come in and they say, no, that's not only it. Because even, like, our parents, do they really know what it is to be kind to themselves? Right. You know, um, nobody really teaches us that. that you just think, especially as men, because mm-hmm. women, it's about doing their hair, doing their nails. Yeah, with taking men. the time to talk with their girlfriends right. and doing all these things. Yeah. With, with guys... Um, with men, yeah, especially young men, we're just like, oh, we'll just shower, we'll eat, we'll just relax and or hang out with the guys. We don't talk about feelings. Yeah. Drink a beer, we'll be all right. Yeah, do a couple <laughs> yeah. push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not the way. Well, no. that's, that could be the way for many other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, men, women, or whomever feels like they can do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to agree with you in that mm-hmm. area. It's really hard for us to actually have that kind of mindset yeah and she opened my eyes to that 
Mm -hmm. And I was very grateful for that. And I've been practicing here and there. You know, when I'm in a situation, Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, take a breath. You're going to be all right. Be kind to yourself, you know? And it's hard to do that sometimes, you know, when you have like a paper due two hours. And I'm just like, hey, take a breath. And it's hard to do that when your boss wants you to um, edit three different posts for three different um, social media platforms. Yeah, yeah. No, be kind for, to yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something that, something that you start little and you can start going big on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. For just like, for at least five minutes a day, you know, it's just taking a breath. Mm-hmm. You know right, what I yeah. mean? And then from there, I don't know, maybe taking an hour, mm-hmm. you know, just like, hey, I'm I'm good, you know, yeah, just check like, in with yourself. Yeah. It's about me right now. Let me take this hour to reevaluate how this day's been going. Or even if maybe you do it in the morning where you wake up an hour earlier before you do anything and you just, I'm going to take this hour, try to make sure I'm ready for this day. Right. Or I'm going to change my diet. Right. I'm going to start eating yeah. things that are going to make me feel good mm-hmm. about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to maintain those connections and relationships in my life yeah. that make me feel the best. That make right. me feel the most me. That make me feel healthy yeah. and whole. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's also being kind to yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, learning how to say no to certain things. Yeah. Learning how to... Um, Checking with people in your life that you care about. Hey, maybe we should do it this way. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, these are my raw thoughts. Do you have a moment for my raw thoughts? Right. And raw thoughts are not your reality. Those mm-hmm. are thoughts that are going in your head, you know, all day, every day, you know, yeah. without any filter. They're, right. they're raw, right? Yeah. And that's okay. And I feel like people are so worried about being polished and complete and mm-hmm. concise from, like, the thought the mind, the mouth out. And they're mm-hmm. just like, hey, it's okay to not be polished. And that's yeah. something that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm still struggling with it. Sorry to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. But like, it's like, I still do what they were. I can think something and I'm just like, no, I'll just keep quiet and I'll just be the person they want me to be. You know, where it's like, no, you, you shouldn't have to think about something and hold it in. That's, not healthy. It is not healthy. And, and there are certain things, right, that mm-hmm. they're just thoughts and feelings that are fleeting. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you might be so upset about something that you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I want to kill them. You don't feel that. You really don't feel that way. Hey. <laughs> you really don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Some of them are, like, fleeting and extreme yeah. and everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us adults. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. civilized and... So, like, there's certain things that you'll be like, hey, I need to talk to you about my raw thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you when you can be polished and concise, that's okay, too. But I think the biggest part is for, like, people, especially men, to just, like, understand that it's okay for them to, like, not be polished yeah. and concise all the time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember the question I asked you? Yes, I do okay. remember. <laughs> um, so, I don't remember. <laughs> there you go. So, All let's right. see if we can revisit that real quick. 
All right, last question is, what is it like to be a man in 2021? That's right. What do people expect from you, friends, family, etc., from growing up as a kid to right now? Has anything helped helped you present, future, or past, or hurt you past, present, future? Cool. So, to be a man, Mm -hmm. I feel like... It's no different from being a human, you know? Yeah. Um, yes, as a man, there's certain things that I have to face. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's something that we can all identify as humans and be like, hey, we all have our ups, our downs, mm-hmm. our challenges. Yeah. So me personally, I think is a time for for men to have the opportunity to being their raw selves mm-hmm. without the persecution of like people making them feel bad for not fitting the mold yeah. of the man of like, I don't know, the 18th century or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's men now there's the trend of like men painting their nails yeah, men yeah. wearing dresses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, men, you know, feeling and identifying with their feminine side mm-hmm. and, and not letting that define their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, men redefining their sexual orientation yeah. and their sexual roles and their relationship roles. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, like, only years back... You know, men were persecuted and were seen as not right or not human if they wanted to um, venture out of the traditional male ideal or vision, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's sad that we're still living that today, but I feel like we're going towards the right direction because men are are standing up and are having conversations about these things. And I think it's a great time for men. I think there's a lot of work to do, but men are moving towards the right direction. Um, They're having healthy relationship with their fellow other men. They're having healthy relationship with women. Mm -hmm. They're having healthy relationships with um, non-binaries and everything else in this beautiful world, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. You know, and I am really proud of where we're going, mm-hmm. what direction we're going. And I do it every day with the little relationships that I have, um, men, women, and everything under the sun. Yeah. Relationships that I have, acquaintances, you know, coworkers, um, classmates, yeah. professors, yeah. because... People want change, but they don't want to change themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they want change, but they want to do the change. Yeah, and they want to tell you what things are, but they don't (laughs) want to show you, you know? Yeah. I can't tell you how many um, straight men that I have met Mm -hmm. that have told me, dude, I never thought that I'll be friends with a gay guy. Yeah. And not because I hate gay people or anything like that. I just didn't know how to. I thought it would be awkward. I thought it would be weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And I understand them because society, culture, and erroneous teachings Mm -hmm. show that. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the gay man was seen as a symbol of sex. Right. Yeah, for for a lot of people, a gay man is just like, oh no, don't get close to him because he'll try to touch you. He'll try to touch you. Yeah. Or he will try to convert you. Yeah. Or he will try to... you and... Yeah, and it's... Yeah. And I'm not saying that there's not men out there that would do that. Right, right. You know, there... Unfortunately, there's everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Just like there's good, um, good people, there's bad people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And your sexual orientation does not define that. Mm-hmm. Your race does not define that. Right. Your religion does not define that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so many came up to me and they're just like, dude, that, thank you so much. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, I, I feel like you gave me an opportunity mm-hmm. to actually learn that about myself and to have a meaningful relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, thank you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you gave me an opportunity too. And it was something a lot of times it started off like really like, you know, not awkward, but like, um, okay, what we do now. Yeah. But like a lot of my closest friends are straight. Mm-hmm. A lot of my closest friends are, um, are white, are mm-hmm. non-Hispanic, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's great because I have an opportunity to then show them about, you know, my version of right. being a gay man. You know what I mean? Yeah. My version yeah. of being a Puerto Rican American. Mm-hmm. My version of being a um, first generation college student. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's and it's little things like that yeah. that makes the change. So now that person has that relationship. Yeah. That that person has that experience with that other human being. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take that to their next relationship and yeah. with the other people that they meet and interact with. And then that's how you get rid of that's how you get rid of ignorance. That's how you get rid of evil and yeah. horrible practices and beliefs. Yeah. It's yeah. proving them wrong in that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to answer your question, I feel like we're going towards mm-hmm. the right direction and we're being yeah. healthier and we're being kinder to ourselves yeah. and our, our neighbors, our friends and our lovers. So, yeah. Good, good. Um, so I was, I was actually going to ask you another question that goes along with that but i think you answered it for me because i was going to ask you about you know obviously being a gay man in the um in pennsylvania really um or and all over the world so you think it's getting better where people understand it where they're more open to it and i'm not trying to say open to it where they'll try to do something but like where they're like they'll accept it yeah okay okay. well First of all, let's go back to like the 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 concept of accepting something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a concept that me personally I don't like. Yeah. Reason why to accept something that means that you are giving it value. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. As a gay man, I'm not asking anyone to give me value right. as a gay man. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I already acknowledge that I'm gay. So yeah. the yeah. fact that you acknowledge it or don't acknowledge it or you accept it or don't accept it, that does change. not uh, change the reality yeah. of what I am, right? right? Yeah. And and the truth that I'm living. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a, I understand what you meant by mm-hmm. that, but I think that that's something that people need to understand also. Yeah. Yeah. And. Language is very important and words are very important. And when you take the time to like define certain things like that, it was just a word, but you see how what the yeah. difference was. Mm-hmm. When people take the time to define things like that, it really shows not only that they're educated, but they're they are willing to they're willing to understand a reality outside of their reality. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you, thank you for uh, that answer. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. If you don't have anything else to say, or no, I don't have anything else to add. No. Okay. Cool. 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 Well then, all right. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, we gotta do this again. It's like what the fourth time. Fourth? Yeah, fourth, fifth time that we've fourth, done this. Time. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. I always have the most fun here (laughs) having your questions and stuff. And thank you also for giving me the privilege and the opportunity to be on this platform Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to just have these like really meaningful conversations with you. Absolutely. And with your viewers, of course. Yeah. All right. Thank you. This is uh, the Mark Cologne and Angel Lewis Mesquita on the Mark Cologne podcast. See you guys next week. See you guys. Goodbye.